Fest. I'm your host Anna. Come on, let's go. Hello, my lovely friend, and welcome back to the Go Fest podcast. I am super excited to get into today's topic, mainly because this is going to be such a nuanced conversation. And those are my favorite. And secondly, I believe that this episode can tremendously help you in your own life. So if you want to be making notes, this might be a good moment to fetch your notepad. So we are going to be talking about challenging situations and how to lead ourselves through them. In the previous episode, episode 98, we discussed what actually happens in our human system when we enter these challenging situations. And today we are going to be building on that, especially from the point of view of self-leadership, as I just mentioned. And how is it that we can actually have a high level of performance in a situation that can be full of discomfort for ourselves? So I've broken this conversation down to three separate pieces. It's almost like a sequence of steps. And I hope that by me going through these, you can get not only information and knowledge, but really practical information on how to apply these in your own life. So let's get going. And I'll briefly mention about challenging situations and why this is important, which I partly discussed in the previous episode already, but for those who haven't listened, this uh, particular topic is of interest to me through my own life, but also through my work. My clients work in complex, high-pressure business environments, and when they are in position of leadership, they are constantly being placed in situations that might be new to them, that might be uh, challenging, or where they might have had previous uh, poor uh, experience, and they really want to rewire that. So these challenging moments are based on our own perception that we are pursuing that it is challenging for us and therefore it is causing stress in our systems and that's why really going deeper into this topic and understanding what happens in these moments and how can we overcome ourselves is really important and also I might add that these challenging and stressful moments really showcase to us who we really are. So when we are put under pressure, we really show our true colors. So it's a great revelation of our automated habits and patterns. And just know that those can be changed. But also know that these lie within us and they will come out when we are stressed out. So this journey that we are going to take today starts from self-awareness. Essentially, when we talk about change, self-awareness is the crucial first step on this journey. 
And what I mean about with self-awareness in this instance is that we actually build understanding around the asses. What is currently happening? If we don't know this, we don't know what we are changing. And this is actually often a hard place for many, because when we look at the asses, we also need to face ourselves and we might not be on our best PR behavior in this very moment. So it also means that this moment, when we acknowledge ourselves in that moment, it can be embarrassing, it can be shameful, it can be a very vulnerable moment in many ways. So why I want to mention this is because I really want to invite my clients and all of you to always consider the attitude that we have with ourselves. What is the attitude, the qualities of the feelings that you want to have with regards to yourself? And in here, we are our own worst critic. It is so easy to judge. It is so easy to dismiss. It is so easy to go into that sort of denial or or shameful sort of attitudes where we just feel bad because we are performing in a way that doesn't represent the best version that we can be and are. And the thing is that if we truly want to change, to learn to accept what is also releases the energy with regards to that situation. Each time when we can accept, okay, I can see what what I've been doing so far and I let that go. This is almost like the key to the door of change that allows us to proceed in a manner that is kind to self and that us, allows us to become better. And this is the choice that each of us can make, understanding that the relationship that we have with ourselves is the most important relationship there ever will be. So what is the self-talk? What is the attitude you want to have with yourself? Can you choose kindness over critique? Can you choose self-compassion over dismissal? Can you choose curiosity over judgment? And by the way, this is by no means easy. We are often so blind to the conversation that we are having with ourselves. So while this sounds easy, in that moment it can be really hard. But I'll tell you, when we just plainly, neutrally look at what is and then decide to go forward, there's tremendous power in that. And also know that we have also chosen certain ways of uh, behavior because they have served us at some point. So not everything is quote marks bad. It is our value judgment after all. And knowing that we have made certain choices to look after ourselves. But now when we know better, we can do better. Now when we know better, we can make better choices. So that first piece in, in anything is really that self-awareness and bringing light to these situations and now we are talking about these challenging situations. So let's move on to the next step, 
which really is about practice. And now actually, uh, this is such an important step that it's actually happening outside the challenging situation. And let me tell you why that is. So in the previous episode, I spoke about when we are faced uh, with a stressful situation for our system, we go into a mode where we don't have access to our entire potential. Therefore, we actually need to start practicing for new ways of being outside the challenging situation. You could also consider it this way, and this is something that I love to share with my clients because sometimes visuals like these can be really useful for understanding concepts. So let's imagine a fork. And now currently, you only have one spike in that fork. And this one spike is that automated habitual behavior that you display in a challenging moment. And because this is uh, one spike only, we cannot suddenly choose something else. Therefore, we need to start practicing to have new spikes in the fork. And we need to take this practice outside of this situation because, as I just said, when we are stressed out, it's really hard to access anything new because the system is almost already overloaded. So what we can do is actually start practicing and leveraging the science of neuroplasticity. So neuroplasticity, that is part of uh, the science of neuroscience, states that neurons that fire together, wire together. That is the famous Hebbian law. And it really means that the things that we are constantly repeating actually become ultimately new neural circuitry in our being, as in new habits. And indeed, we become what we practice. I always say this to my clients, what is it that you are practicing? What is it that you are practicing today? Like we don't suddenly um, become something. Like we need to practice over and over again to be that person that we desire to be, displaying those habits and behaviors and actions that we want to be um, presenting. So leveraging neuroscience and taking the practice outside of that challenging situation, in practice that means that you actually imagine what are those alternative ways of me responding in this challenging moment. And then you literally start practicing those in moments when you are less stressed out. Because remember, you have better access to new things when you are less stressed. So just find less stressful moments in your daily life. And by the way, they don't need to be in a business environment. They can be in your home life. They can be uh, in your friendships, in your other relationships. But really finding those arenas of practice so that you can start to fire those new neurons. And so you actually start to grow these new spikes to your fork. And ultimately, when we've done this for a certain while, there Recent studies from neuroscience state that at least 21 days is required for simple habits to form. But you can expect 
you know, normally I say to my clients, like, if you give things two, three months, you will see change. So we need a while. And obviously, I probably need to do a separate um, episode on this, but just understanding that the consistency and the quantity matters. So we need to be... We need to be consistently practicing these new behaviors, ideally on the daily, not like once a week. So when we then have practiced this for a while, we can then come back to the challenging situation for step three, which essentially is making a new choice. So if you imagine that before you only had one spike in the fork, This is what you were doing in the moment. You were going to your automated, subconscious, habitual pattern. But now suddenly you have more choice. And what this also requires is that you recognize that in the situation. I love how I'm kind of throwing it as a small side note. But for us to have access to choice, we actually need to be calm and present in the moment. And I already discussed that in the previous episode, so I'm not going to discuss that here. But understanding that if we are still stressed out, even though we have practice choice, but if your system, again, is in overload, you don't have access to this new stuff. So we need to be in a state of resourcefulness to be able to access these new ways of behaving. And now I come to one of the most important things, in my opinion, in this episode, which is really understanding that so many of us claim that, you know, I just am like this or, you know, I'm not like that. And we have all these stories that we carry around. The thing is that we have so much potential to behave uh, in so many different ways. So I often say, well, you know, potentially you could do that as well, but you have currently not practiced that. So you have an embodiment of that in your being, but it's currently not practiced, as in it doesn't come out. So practicing, intentionally practicing choices into your tool belt, and then starting to be more mindful and present in the moment to actually start displaying those actions, gives you a wider array of choice. And ultimately, choice is freedom. And you don't need to go into this black and white labeling of like, I'm like this and not like that. Because actually, when you become present in a situation, you can choose what is it that you want to display in this very moment? What will serve you? What would serve the moment? What would serve the other person? And this choice is so liberating. This choice is what true leadership is about. This choice is about... Being the best version of you and not allowing our minds and our automations and our stories run our lives. So, yeah, there you have it. Um, As said, there's a lot of nuance here and I hope that these three steps give you an idea of what is it that is under your control? What is it that you can do? to perform better in these high-stress situations. And really, I guess the main takeaway is that we have potential, so much potential, but it is a question of what is it that we choose to practice? What are the behaviors and qualities that we choose to practice and display in our everyday life? I'll actually finish with one of my my favorite things, 
maybe to say sometimes is that, you know, you don't suddenly wake up happy. Like, you just can't do that. Like, if you woke up happy, like, you wouldn't even know what happiness feels like, so it would just pass you by. If you want to be a happy person, you better start practicing being happy and intentionally choosing to be happy each day for two minutes. I don't know what that looks like for you, but it's not like we suddenly become something else if we never practice for that. This is the same thing in here. So you have the capacity, you have that embodiment within you already, but now it's about making choices and starting to be more mindful in our daily life to take out those uh, that, that those choices and, and display the things that we believe are right for the moment. A true source of personal freedom, liberation and forward motion, especially for leaders who need to constantly be putting themselves in challenging situations. I hope that this episode served you. I'd love to continue the conversation. Please know that you can always reach out to me, share your questions, commentary, um, ideas, wishes. I'm here for all of that. Uh, I'll put the links to my social media in the show notes and I shall see you soon. Thanks for joining me today. Take care. Bye.